Hello, I am Sandra Ezekwesele and you come to me for hard facts. Hello Lagos, I am Sandra Ezekwesele and these are your hard facts. Living in the digital age means you're bombarded with information. The federal government is asking Lagosians to believe... Speaker of the House, Femi Bajabi, is getting harder and harder to find the truth in the disinformation. Or to put today's headlines into context. One of us who just shot me, Sandra, on my reach. That's why I'm here. I ask the tough questions that get to the root of things. The previous um, election had um, allegations of rigging. Nobody has been able to prove that 2018 elections were rigged. I tell you the history behind the news. I need to take you back. I need to give you a bit of history. Now, Zimbabwe got its independence. I cut through the spin and show you the facts. No, I will, I will let you talk. Kayode, Kayode, I will let you talk if you let me talk. Kayode. There's a reason why more and more Lakotians are tuning in. 570,000 of you. 630,000 people listen to Hard Facts. They know what they're looking for. I'm Sandra Ezekwesele and these are your Hard Facts. Hello Lagos, good afternoon. I'm Sandra Ezekwesele and these are your Hard Facts. It's five minutes past three, your first Hard Fact of the day. We are number three. We are number three. Lagos, thank you so much for making Hard Facts the third most listened to radio show in the city at this time of the day. I'm really humbled by how much you guys love the show, by how you guys let me into your homes, into your offices, into your cars as you battle traffic after a long day. See, eh? I promise I'm not going to waste your time, eh? And I'll always bring you what you're looking for, the facts, broken down, put into context, so that you can form an informed opinion. Thank you so much, Lagos. Now, it was a really great weekend. A lot happened during the weekend. And today, we're going to start with the big weekend. Remember, we introduced it last week. Let's talk about the Lagos state government and the ride-hailing platforms coming to a deal. Then let's talk about the breaking news from the election petition tribunal. They've nullified the Bayelsa Guba election and ordered a fresh one. I'm going to tell you why. And then uh, let's talk about the big news in shipping. We're going to stay in the Niger Delta for a bit and talk about the big news in shipping. Literally, the Onair port in River State just welcomed the biggest ship to ever birth in Nigeria ever. We talk about decongesting the Lagos ports. This could be the first step to doing that. Now, we're also going to talk about Bishop Oyedipo criticizing the new CAMA. That's the Companies and Allied Matters Act because it gives the CAC the right to change the trustees of a church under specific conditions. And then we're going to talk about the Lagos House of Assembly's plan to update the laws regulating the gambling and lottery industries due to the rise of online sport betting. Now, on Checkpoint, Chukwudi is going to be doing something pretty amazing and on the big hard fact we're going to talk about cameras some more now i always want to hear from the horse's mouth right and that's why i'm going to be joined by dr jumokel duole on the show today she's the secretary uh, to the presidential enabling business environment council pebec she's also the special advisor to the president on ease of doing business so we're going to be breaking down this new camera law and we're going to uh, show you how the new provisions will affect business so that you can assess it for yourself because here this is one of those conversations that you have to listen to right so you have to tune in if you don't i'm going to be very angry do you know why because of karma i did not sleep that bill is over 600 pages long i read all of it all 600 pages at least four times i did that for you so you have to listen if you don't tune in today eh five o'clock me and you go quarrel we'll put like inside inside trouser and they tell you now you're going to get updates on the hour every hour you need to listen to every minute so that you can win just a minute but let's get started with the big weekend Hard facts. 99.3 Nigeria Info. Will drivers and passengers be okay with the deal between government and the ride-hailing platforms? How does INEC omit a party's name from the ballot? And who should be penalised for that? Should churches that obey the Charity Commission in the UK disobey the CAC in Nigeria? Can Orne Port help decongest Papa and Tin Can? 
and how should the betting industry be regulated? It was a big weekend, Lagos. Let's talk about it. Our first story, the ride-hailing apps and the Lagos state government have agreed to kiss and make up. On Saturday, Governor Somalu himself tweeted about the deal. The companies say that uh, they uh, are going to pay a reduced license fee and renewal fee and 20 naira transaction charge instead of 10%. Also, they're going to make sure that all the drivers get the documents and licenses that the government wants. So when you call, especially if you are a driver, tell me what you think about this. Do you think the company took a deal that works for you as a rider? That's our first story. Now, our second story is the Bielsa governorship election from November. The election petition tribunal says it's null and void because INEC left out the name of a qualified party from the ballot. That party is the Advanced Nigeria Democratic Party, ANDP. So according to the tribunal, the rights of the ANDP and everybody who would have voted for them were violated. So when you give us a call, tell me what you think about that story. Our third story is some great news. I love it when I have great news. And this is great news, especially for me. You know, I'm always going on and on about the ports, right? And now the, the port in Orne in River State just broke a record. It just received the largest ship ever to birth in Nigeria. The ship has a capacity of 9,971 TEUs. So basically, it can carry up to 10,020-foot containers. It's a Maersk ship coming from Singapore. And Maersk is saying that from now on, all the cargo that it brings from Asia to the southeast will pass through on air. So, my guys, tell me what you think about that, too. <laughs> and for our fourth story... Bishop Oyedepo is saying that government and the Corporate Affairs Commission should stay out of church business. He was reacting to uh, CAMA, the company's Allied, Allied Matters Act. Under this act, if a charity or NGO or religious body is found mismanaging funds or engaging in malpractice, the CAC has the right to remove its trustees and appoint an interim manager. Oyedepo says that this is unacceptable. But some critics have said that um, in other countries like the UK, this is a standard. It's a standard power that the government has to stop religious bodies from doing business or embezzling funds. So if Living Faith Church accepts the law abroad, why reject it in Nigeria? Let me hear your thoughts on that story. And finally, we're going to talk about sport betting, gambling and the lottery. The Lagos State government says that these are growing economic activities, but they are also double-edged swords that need to be properly regulated so that young people don't fall into problems like addiction and so that there's also transparency. So they want to pass a law to set up a board to regulate the industry. What do you think about that idea? What type of regulation do you think sports betting needs? So five huge stories. I'm going to delve deep into these stories, but let me hear from you, right? Is the deal between the government, the state government and uh, ride-hailing companies a good step? How should sports betting be regulated? What do you think about Maersk moving operations to Orne? Is Ogedepo right to oppose Kama? And what do you think about the tribunal cancelling the Bielsa elections? Let's talk. 0700-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. Send me a WhatsApp message. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. Hello. Thanks for calling. 99.3. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's your name? My name is Balaji Adebite. Welcome, Balaji. Yeah, I would like to go about the camera first. Yes, go ahead. Now, people are saying that the living state is observing it in the UK and not observing it in Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Now, the policy in the UK is different because the government helps the churches. And, you know, I mean, literally, when the government is putting money into your business, they have interest to know what is happening to the money. That in Nigeria, the government is not putting money into the church. So what business have they got to do with the church? The governance itself has not been perfected. They are having more responsibility on themselves. Okay. Are you with me? I'm with okay. you. Mm -hmm. 
So I, I don't think it's right. It's not justified. How exactly is the how exactly is the church is the government putting money in the churches in the UK? I just wanted to be okay. sure that I heard what I heard because okay. I know that they simply don't collect tax from the churches. So okay. tell me how they put money in the churches in the UK. Now the non I mean the charity organizations in the UK that mm. is registered, mm-hmm. um, the government give money in terms of percentage. Percentage of your income. There's about 25% of your income that the government had to the charity because they are helping the government. So this is like, okay, thank you for helping the uh, helping us doing the things we also have been doing. No. Uh, no, sorry, sir. It's not. No, they do that for only specific projects. They don't just randomly no, give no, them no. money. Charity organizations. Yes, charity organizations. Uh-huh. They do that yes, for yes. only specific projects. It's not specific pro- projects. For every church, they get 25% of their income. In a month, if your tithe and offering is £1,000, the government is going to give you £250 to be added to it. So now, at the end of the month, you are not having only £1,000, you are having £1,250. Isn't that when yes, the NGO sir. is doing a project that is on a no, list no, 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 approved by government as a service? Any income in UK to non I mean to charity organization with churches inclusive, any income. The government gives 20% of your total income to add to your income. Okay. I'll come back to this information, but go ahead. So now, of course, when the government is putting money together with your money then they can manage it for you. But in Nigeria, it's not the same. Yeah, but in Nigeria, government is also not asking for tax from the churches. The churches are not even paying tax. UK, even in UK, they are not paying tax. Yeah, so we're saying the, the same thing. It's not the same. Okay. For example, so, if I have my business, mm-hmm. but, ch- but, but church don't be business now. Wherever the transaction of money is business. Ah, so should we be taxing the church then? No, 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 you are not getting me right. I'm trying to make an illustration that if I have a business, Mm -hmm. I run it myself, I'm responsible for it. Mm -hmm. But if I invite you to bring money into my business, that means I am obliged to render to you what happens because that is partnership. But in Nigeria, the government is not doing any partnership with non-profit organizations. Okay. Hello. Okay. Yeah, I'm hearing you. Go ahead. So you've so, talked about the church. It, what other story do you yeah. want to talk about? Uh, yeah, I want to also talk about the Paisa election. Mm-hmm. I, I don't really understand what is happening. Since November, it's now that the tribunal is talking about uh, annulling the election, that they should do another one. I mean, it looks crazy to me. Well, that's how that's how the law works. I mean, these, these cases stay in court for a while and then... Um, they get judgment when they get judgment. The, the wheels of justice grind slowly, but they grind. But uh, the INEC should be penalized. Why should they go ahead with an election when they substitute somebody which is against? It shouldn't be the people who contest that should be, I mean, that should be at the receiving end. The INEC should be penalized. They shouldn't go ahead when they know that everything is not in order. Because money has been wasted. Life has been wasted. Resources have been wasted. Now to go ahead again and do another election. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I think something is wrong with our legal system because whatever INEC has gone ahead to do, that should be final. Okay. Not after the election has been said, they have sworn in the person and the person is already ruling in the government and now they're saying it's a no. You get your CV. All right, thanks for calling me. Uh, ben, are you still there? No, Ben isn't there anymore. Ben, sorry about keeping you waiting. Hello? Sandra, but not obvious equally. <laughs> How are you? What's your name? Good afternoon. You have Chikibuka on the line. Good afternoon, Chikibuka. How are you? Very well. Great. Um, I think I'm excited, I must tell you, um, for what is just wheeled out. Uh, first of all, the bigger ship... Um, at uh, on a port. Sandra, this is what we've been talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, why concentrate on Lagos alone? Mm-hmm. 
you have the Calabar port there, you have, um, is it in Patakot or the other one? And then why not spread it? So I'm happy about this. I think more of this should happen. And then for the election, um, I know it will come to this stage. Because you don't just deny people their rights. Just like in Nigeria, we just do things the way we like. But I'm glad that it's playing out this way now, that that election has been nullified, giving room for every participant to to be part of it. So I'm glad it happened that way, Sandra. Mm. Very happy about it. And then I'm waiting to see how it will play out as well. Okay. Thank you, Sandra. Thank you so much for calling us. We appreciate it. You know, the the thing about that um, election story... Uh, I'm trying to end that call, but I can't see it. Oh, finally, I saw it. The, the thing about that um, election story, eh, there's there's an interesting point that I'll share with you after I talk to Mike. Mike is in Ibejuleki. Hello, Mike. Hello, good afternoon. Good afternoon. President Sandra. How are you? <laughs> Fine, I'm calling from Ibejuleki. Good to have you on the show. Thank you for you and the community chairman who helped us out in Boston. Okay. I'm very, very happy for your good and great handwork. May God bless all of you in Jesus' name. Bless you as well. Thanks for calling us. Yes. In respect of the voice on ground now, mm. about the, on the port, we've been dragging for this thing for years. Mm-hmm. Time of a passenger. And look at it coming now. After how many years? Glory be to go for that. And the Bayesa election, Nigeria is toy with people and with the resources of the country. I see we go to China every time. Money has been wasted before the election, and somebody's already the ruling as governor. Why bring this one to pay? It's a shame. Thank you. All right. Thank you, Mike, for calling. Now, I quickly have to um, um, correct something that the caller before Mike said. Uh, no, sorry, not Chukwebuka. Um, the caller before Chukwebuka, he said uh, something about um, the government giving people uh, 25%, giving churches or charity organizations 25%, and that is simply wrong. I've had my producer look up that information, and that is simply, simply wrong. Before COVID-19, the only money that UK churches received received from government was reserved for historic pre-World War churches, right? To repair war damage. It's even in fact illegal for government to give money to places of worship as it's going to violate the rights of non-religious people. So when he was saying that thing, it didn't sound right to me, but he was saying it with his chest and I was like, okay, maybe this guy knows what he's talking about. But I had to get my producers to take a look and they have, and that's simply wrong. So um, disregard what that caller said as I tell you something interesting about the Bielsa election matter. The party eh, that filed the suit because INEC omitted them from the ballot paper was ANDP, Advanced Nigeria Democratic Party. So like some of you have called in and said, this election was in November. Three months later, in February, this same ANDP was delisted by INEC. Oh yes, they were one of the 72 parties that INEC removed from their register. Because according to INEC, they had failed to get enough votes or win enough seats in past elections. But they sued INEC. And last week, the appeal court also said that they should be put back on the register. But it's very interesting to me how this same party is basically two is basically in two different lawsuits against INEC. Both of them are over seeming injustice or disenfranchisement. By the way, INEC did not produce any witnesses at the election petition tribunal. Basically, they did not have much of an answer for the suit. And that's um uh, it, 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 that's allowed a lot of analysts to say that, well, INEC has seen that they made a mistake and they have no defense. But if that is true, it means that the Bayelsa governor, Doye Diri, of the PDP, may have to be very worried. Because if the appeal court and the Supreme Court both agree that INEC made an error and that the election should be rerun, all of a sudden... He's not the governor anymore. What do you think should happen in a situation like this? Somebody in INEC makes an error, a costly error, that may end up scattering six to seven months of a Guba term, that may end up costing the country the money to spend on a fresh election. I mean, that's a big, expensive mistake. 
to make. And some would say it's especially painful because it was made with a party that, based on analysis of their popularity, may not have affected the outcome. So how do you think the INEC leadership should react to the staff in Bayelsa that allowed this kind of thing to happen? 0700-993-993-993. Like I said, we're going to delve deep into these stories uh, that happened over the weekend one by one. But five of them are, will drivers and passengers be okay with the deal between government and the ride-hailing platforms? How does INEC omit a party's name from the ballot? Who should be penalized for that? Should churches that obey the Charity Commission in the UK disobey the CAC in Nigeria? Can Onep help the congest Papa and Tinkan. And how should the betting industry be regulated? Five huge stories from the weekend. We're going to try and get into them as deeply as we can. I'll take two calls and then we'll delve into the very next story. I'll talk about the Oyedipo story next. Hello. Hey, hey, hey. How yeah, are you? Good afternoon. Good afternoon. Yeah, you're on to Good to have you on the show. Go uh, ahead. Uh, I will start from a, from a port. Okay. You know, it's long overdue. We have been saying is this. Several platforms we able to speak. We'll be talking about you Look at data state. You understand? Hmm. There are a lot of populars and likes that are put there that can be used to decongest liquor. And tell me, when people like Ebon Jimmy Zissou, or we talk about crowd illegals, let's deal with them, let's push them out. There was a time I had to get a record. It's not like that. It, the issue is when the rest work, we will leave Lagos. You understand? We will leave Lagos. So I'm happy, I'm happy that I don't know what happened. And I think it will be at the beginning of all people to be. I've never seen a country in the world as populated as Nigeria that will uh, play one seaport. And if you know what is going on, Papa, for Trump to go in some pairs, much as 200,000 before they go in there, wherever they park on the road, they pay the area for the life, maybe and the life. So a lot of corruption are going on there. So I'm just happy that on there is there. And if we fight corruption, as well as these uh, uh, people that need jobs, you understand? Due to population that are on a place, you get something to it. So I'm using the opportunity to say federal government to open more support so that this crowd is because we will be less. Then, uh, we are talking about inhaling stuff. Mm. Uh, I wanted to take a look at it very well. If you recall that last week, the young man driving uh, this Uber car, they are being really short chain. They are at the receiving end. You understand? Mm. So I don't want you to do mobile job, no uh, justice, so to speak. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the day, they go back to their, to their pain. Mm. So they think that the government has to come in. As you fight for cities this time around, then you fight, you, you have to take a look at how it's going to be run in such a way that the guys driving this in back car was taken care of. As you know, you the poor and the light. You see, it's the way Nigeria is going on. You were talking at church, 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 church. I know my church, Catholic church, hmm. the way we rent out for marriages and the like every every weekend, the majority of the people come Collect money, collect money. They do not pay tax. In the same most don't pay. They legal don't pay tax. So I, because when Nigeria is, that is why we won't see. We don't want in the UK when it comes to Nigeria. The man is very very powerful. You know, during COVID nineteen, was clamoring for church to open. And at the end of the day, you cannot pay tax. So I don't really understand the country we are running. To, 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 to understand what I you said, you're saying that churches pay tax in Lagos. Yes, yes, yes. They this is we new information to me. These churches that have some event hall, event hall, find out very well, they come to take money from them. You understand? When I did my wedding, I knew one of the issues that I was taught as a Catholic girl. No, ta- ta- tax on marriage license is different or on event it's hall. Not marriage, it's not a marriage license. It's concerning the whole of the life. Uh, if, a, if, a business, if a business is owned by the church, that one is different. I'm talking about... If the church that owns it... They will tax it now, not be business, last, last. <laughs> no, I'm a member of the church. Well, I, a part of my money was used to, to build the house. The first thing is that seller. Yeah. They are my business. Okay. So I went and the church that I was a part of, the money that I used to build it, and I'm 
I want to do my wedding then for me to take the holiday. You know, it's not really... Okay. Thank you. Thank you for calling us. When, when we're talking about churches not paying tax, we're, we're typically talking about the offerings collected in the churches. That's what tax is not collected on. By the way, you can send us messages via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080. 959-75805. Tweet at us at Nigeria Info FM. Right. So send us a tweet, Nigeria Info FM. Uh, that's our handle on Twitter. I'll take a final call from Richard. Richard is in Lekki. Hello, Richard. Thanks for calling hey, us. Sandra. How are you? Fine. Are you? Good. Good afternoon. Yeah, just to marry the water natural as this. Mm. I mean, just to, I mean, I, I, it's like he doesn't understand that churches don't pay tax in this country. No church don't pay tax. They don't pay tax. You, you, go, you go and find out, you go and do the uh, check very well. On your pastor, on your I wonder, that man keeps talk, talking this, this is. I wonder what, what, what I, I hope he's talking to something. Richard, let's be respectful, okay? All right, so let's talk about that Oyedipo story because, uh, you know, that's what you're very interested in talking about. First of all, let me quote him. He said, quote, The church works on the pattern delivered by God, not the pattern of man. The government has no power to appoint people over churches. This is a secular nation. The church is the greatest asset of God in this country. Please be warned. Judgment is coming. The Lord says, I have been still, but now I will arise. Anybody that is in this deal is taking poison. They will never work. I am waiting for a day when anybody will appoint a trustee over this church. You cannot gag anybody. We own this country together. I know that it is the prosperity of the church that is making them jealous. End quote. Now, I told you about um, the Charity Commission in the UK, right? They have the exact same rights over there that Kama gives the Corporate Affairs Commission in Nigeria. And they use those powers in the UK. In 2014, the Charity Commission removed Christ Embassy's Board of Trustees in the UK and appointed an interim manager. Do you remember? They did that because they suspected that Christ Embassy was mismanaging funds. And it wasn't just Christ Embassy. It happens to indigenous churches as well. And Bishop Oyedepo's church has a presence in the UK. They abide by the laws there. They respect the Charity Commission's powers there. So why not the same in Nigeria? Why shouldn't the CAC exercise those same powers to protect the money that ordinary Nigerians give to the churches or to the mosques or to NGOs? 0700-993-993-993. Two calls and then we'll move on to the next story. Don't worry, there's time. Towards the end of the show, we can take as many calls as possible. But two calls, move on to the next story. What do you think about Bishop Oyedepo saying that the CAC should stay out of God's work and that this is only happening because of jealousy? If you agree with him, how do you reconcile with the fact that uh, this is a standard practice in other countries where his church accepts it? Mohammed is on the line. Hello, Mohammed Inikui. Thanks for calling. Yeah, good afternoon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yes. Um, quick one. Mm. You see, as long as we're a nation that shy away from facts, truths, and necessity, mm. we're not ready to move forward. Okay. Nigerians don't pay tax. It's not only the church, it's not only the mocks. Mm-hmm. Nigerians generally don't pay tax. Mm-hmm. Corporate organizations that employ their workers to work for them mm-hmm. deduct these taxes from their workers and they don't remit it to mm-hmm. that office. Mm-hmm. Not only the churches, not only the mocks that don't pay. Several companies in Lagos, in Abuja, in everywhere in Nigeria employ these workers. They are very, very fast, fast in stating in your in your employment letter mm. how your tax are being deducted and how much you are being um, paid in your pension and all that. How many workers in Lagos today actually knows their tax identification number? How many Nigerians can boldly call this radio station now 
and tell you I've been working for so, so, so years. And this is my tax identification number. The system is very, very repugnant, as in it's corrupt totally to the extent that even the tax officers, the tax comp- companies responsible to take these taxes themselves are corrupt with the corporate organizations, with the churches, with the mosques, with the government organizations that are meant to remit and let this tax reflect are all corrupting and looting and stealing. And that's why this country is not ready for the change we all are clamoring for. So if, if, for example, you can obey the laws of the land in UK, what is stopping you from obeying the same law in Lagos, in Nigeria? And, then they are, and now they are coming, they are talking about um, um, on a port trying to decongest Lagos. Hmm. Even if you open 27 on a port, hmm. you can't discongest Lagos if you don't give us good roads. The last time I was in on a port, the road is 100% worse and bad. Very, very bad. And also Apapa Road is very, very bad. We have moved past the era of you people see ha, Allah Akbar it's it, I'm, I'm, I'm short I don't know what to say may God help Nigeria it's so unfortunate Mohamedou from so Ikoi thank you for sending uh, thank you for giving us a call today I appreciate it we've got Paul on the line hello Paul yeah Sandra good afternoon how are you doing very well how are you doing I'm great I'm doing good I'm consigning uh, Bishop Oedipo's uh, statement cool. mm-hmm. I uh, the uh, purported statement is it from the Twitter or the message that he preached yesterday? Mm-hmm. The message so that he preached, yes. Mm-hmm. Because uh, I, I was in that service yesterday, and um, I think the thing should not be uh, made to be out of proportion. Okay. Anyway, there are some references you made, which I agree with you. Uh, the references in the United Kingdom. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I want to ask a question. Does United Kingdom sponsor their citizens for going to Hajj or Jerusalem? No. Do they spend? Okay. So what is obtainable there is not obtainable here. We're not running the same system. Ah. Yeah. That is why it is happening. I am not against corporate organizations paying tax. I am not against it. But things should be done the way but, it was but, 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 but they're not even trying to make them pay tax. They are just trying to uh, ensure that the money you pay as offering and the money you pay as tithe is not being embezzled or misused or mismanaged. That's all. Though. They're not they, telling them they, to pay tax. So. Okay, because yeah. everything is focused on tithe. I mean, tax now. Now, if that is the aim of the federal government mm-hmm. to make sure that the tithe and the offering are not embezzled, mm-hmm. now, have the federal government or state government been able to give Nigerians accurate account of the money generated both internally and externally? Okay, so, so, because, so, so because they can't do it me, in one place, me. they shouldn't do it in the other? Excuse me, excuse me. Excuse me. So Those if, that live in glass houses do not throw stone. I see. The church should not be the church should not be the primary target right Why now. Why not? Isn't the church the, no, shouldn't no, no, the church no, no. be the a church, beacon? Shouldn't the, the church be a light go- on a bushel? No, no, no. The government and those who were elected to serve the people. Mm who were elected to serve the people mm-hmm. and give account of whatever that is generated in this country mm. should be able to give account of it of which they have never been able to do that. Nigeria, so Ni- Nigeria, 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 the, Paul, the religious organizations, why have they become the target of the government? Paul, Nigeria also has armed robbers. Does that mean that government should not arrest them too? So until government does its own job perfectly, it should not police anything else in the society? That, that Nigerians have what? The Nigerian government does what? So until the government does its own job perfectly, government should not police anything else in the society, huh? 
the Nigerian constitution, is it constitutional for the government to police the church or the uh, religious organizations? Is there anywhere they have, the they have just made country? They just made a new law that allows them to monitor the money that you pay as offering in the churches so that the but churches we, doesn't mismanage we, it. And you're saying that that's a bad idea? Church, we, the members of the churches and uh, of mocks, mm. have we ever complained to the government that those who are managing the financial affairs of the church or mosques they are embezzling the money Have actually the yes every time every time every time somebody calls and complains about the private jets or the schools that are too expensive the private, for their children no, 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 they're no. complaining Sandra, are they where, not Sandra, this is where many people get it wrong okay many pastors are private business owners Mm. outside the church. I see. And you don't take it away from these people from living a good life. Okay, if I'm a pastor now mm. and I own a business that mm. fetches me money mm-hmm. and I happen to make money and my business pays tax and I'm able to purchase an aircraft, mm. then because I'm a pastor, I'm not entitled to own an aircraft. No, you asked me a is simple that, question. That, is, is that no, uh, Paul, you asked a simple question. Are Nigerians complaining? And I showed you examples of Nigerians complaining. We've even, we've, we've even seen Catholic parishioners report their bishops for corruption. So yes, some Nigerians are complaining. That's why the Nigerian government made a law. I have never come across Nigerians complaining, complaining of their pastors embezzling money. I see. You've not been paying attention then. Paul, thank you so much for calling us. Remember, two calls and then we go to our next story. The reason why Bishop Oyedepo is saying that this is simply because the church today is about man. Man is at the center of the church. A true church has God at the center, so it does not matter who is leading. So far, they truly follow God. This is a message here on WhatsApp, but this person doesn't leave their name. Uh, Nigerian government should leave the church alone. What do they mean by embezzlement? Is it God that will come down to spend the money? They should focus on the tax collected from us. Francis from Iyanikwaja says. Alright. The on-air pot is bubbling. If you are a regular listener to Hard Facts, you know that I am obsessed with the ports. I keep talking about how we need to get the ports outside of Lagos working at their full capacity, right? Not only would it help the Nigerian economy grow faster because we're going to be trading more, it will also help to decongest the Lagos ports and reduce the containers on our roads. So win, win, win. <laughs> Even though Muhammad, who called before Paul, disagrees. Now, um, I think that one of the people who was listening to me all the time when I ranted about ports and decongesting ports was Maersk. Because Maersk announced in February that because of the decongestion in Lagos, they would start sending ships to Orne. Any Maersk ship with cargo coming from China, Singapore, Vietnam, going to the Niger Delta or to the southeast, goes to One, not Lagos anymore. And from One, they can move the containers by barge to Onecha. And it started happening in March. So this ship is not the first one that came. Ships have been coming for five months, a few at first, but more and more now. But this one is simply the largest, the largest cargo ship to ever enter a Nigerian port. It can carry almost 10,000 containers, like I said. What do you think about this? What are the economic and logistical implications of Maersk moving its Asia to Southeast traffic from Lagos to One? 0700-993-993-993-993. 0700-993-993-993. All my importer, exporter, brothers and sisters, please give me a call and let me know. Huh? 0700-993-993-993. We've got two more stories to get through before the show ends. Like I said, it was a big weekend and we're talking about it on Hard Facts on 99.3 Nigeria Info. I am Sandra Ezekwesili. So, so far, we've talked about... Um, Uh, The breaking news from the election petition tribunal that they have nullified the Bayelsa Guber election and ordered a fresh one. We've also just talked about uh, the big news in shipping. The Onair port in River State welcoming the biggest ship to ever birth in Nigeria. We've also talked about Bishop Oyedekbo criticizing the company... Uh, Companies and Allied Matters Act because it gives the CAC the right to change the trustees of a church under specific conditions. So if the church doesn't, you know, meet those conditions, nobody will touch anything in the church. So why worry? We've got Eric on the line. Hello, Eric. How are you? I'm fine. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. 
I'm ready to talk about the topic of Oyedepo. Go ahead. Be respectful. Be respectful. Go ahead. Okay, no problem. I want to ask a question. Mm-hmm. When has the government become in charge of NGO and other churches' finances? When has it become a law in the constitution that you should be involved in NGO organizations? I also ask the question, those that are talking about the school fees of this one, um, Covenant University is one of the best universities in Nigeria, mm-hmm. one of the best in Africa. Mm-hmm. Please, will you, will you give this money for better quality? Can you ever go to a market and buy a good shoe for a lesser price and expect a good result? Please also ask that, that kind of question. Because people that are coming out and saying, um, Oyedepo is taking money, he's buying private jet, is he using it for his private, is for his private use? He's using it for the ministry. Has ever come and say he's, tra- he's traveling from here to U.S. to go and have holiday? Did he say he's coming from here to Dubai to come and have holiday? Is he not there to preach the gospel? So why are we checkmating him? Why is the government after him? What have the government even done for this country? Please tell me what it is that they've done that Oyedepo really has not done for this country. I did ID, IDP camp. He, he provides food, provides money for them, shelter, money. What has the government done for this country? And there they are coming to the south that they want to checkmate the government. They want to check the, checkmate the church. They want to bore into the finance of the church. Please tell me what the government has done. Because I'm not understanding what they are saying that they want to um, put um, trustees. The people that are stealing the government, the, the heads that are stealing the government, please, what have they done to those people? Okay, we, want, we claim we fight corruption. What have they done to people that are corrupt? What have they done? Please, I, I'm, I'm, I'm so confused. Uh, Eric, let me ask so you let me, let me ask you something, Eric. Eh? So, does the yes. fact that government hasn't done anything about corruption, does that mean that government should not arrest people who rob you in traffic, for instance? See, see, if the government are so bold enough, let them go and challenge him. Because they know he's talking the truth. Anybody that talks the truth is always criticized. People know that. So, 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 how come, so, so how come he's not calling out the, the, the UK government? How come he allows the UK government to oversee his affairs in the UK? Why is it okay to do that in the UK but not okay to do it in Nigeria? Because because why, why, this government, I don't, because on air, I don't want to go into detail and start talking. But why the government you're, you're, not, you're, you're not answering my question. I'm talking about Bishop Oyedepo now. Bishop yes. Oyedepo is okay with this law in the UK. Why is he not okay with it in Nigeria? Because he knows that this government, if they give them any opportunity to exploit Nigerians, they will do it comfortably. They no, but but, but this, is not, this is not yeah. exploiting Nigerians. This is, yeah, about funds, this is about funds donated to churches as tithes and offerings. This... Mm-hmm. this 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 group that will oversee NGOs and charity organizations and churches is simply making sure that there's no mismanagement of the funds. If okay, there is, if there is now, mismanagement of the funds... What has happened to other organizations that they've employed people that are still stealing? Please, what have happened to all those people? What have happened to the government organizations that are still stealing money from? Is the church that they are, that they are against the church? There's right. nothing anybody can tell me on this air that they're not against the church. They're against the church. All right, and, Eric. Thank you for calling me. They're against the church, Eric says. Gabriel is in VI. Gabriel, how are you? Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Uh, yeah, let me just go to the winner's support issue. Okay. Uh, once, you are, yeah, once you are in Lagos, you just under, people don't understand. I was staying in Lagos for a year. When I, I moved down towards that, I started staying there. I really see what people are saying. Hmm. This March, when COVID-19 starts, hmm. there is no church. Our road, it takes me between five to six hours to move from there down to Sunday. For me to move down to Ikoyu, where I work, on mm. Sunday. Mm-hmm. The road is so bad. Front of General Hospital in, in Otazia. Small Moloka, we can't drive past there. Since the church closed down. That much, I'm not going to go, I'm not attending, to, I'm not attending the church. It's this most of all the road in Ota. Mm. Down, down, down to uh, Togi. Since March, you can't drive past that road now. Mm. We go through, through pay. True suffering. We we have governor in Ogun State. What is what is Ogun State a job? I learned that the man give a committee a, a transformer, different community over there. We can't remain illegal. We just we just condemn all these people. I want to. They're not forced to to go and to to go to any church. If you see 
No, but 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 that's the thing, Gabriel. Now the government, Nigerian government, is saying if you see pastor eating your money, report so that we can investigate and then set up a panel to oversee the affairs of the church. So they they are not even doing this. They are not even doing this on. Oh, the, oh, we don't need that. Okay, all right. Sorry, Gabriel. I think I think the, the I think we understand each other. I think we're on the same page with this particular story. Uh, there's just a general feeling of we don't need that. Okay, let's talk about ride hailing in Lagos. This is what Governor Somolu tweeted about the deal. He said, quote, After meeting with representatives of e-hailing taxi services, we amicably resolved issues around regulations that affect their operations in the state. Effective from August 27, the new regulations will come into effect. The e-hailing companies will ensure vehicles carry comprehensive insurance that covers the riders. We redefined service tax, which was, absolute, was initially put at 10% as road improvement fund. We have come to a resolution that the levy will become a flat fee of 20 naira per trip. We also came to a resolution that there will be a reduction in the operational license by 20%. Likewise, the renewal fee has been reduced by 20%. Similarly, all drivers on e-hailing platforms have 90 days to perform to perfect all documents and licenses required for operation. End quote. So that's the deal, right? No more 10%. Uh, a service charge per trip. Instead, it's a 20 naira flat trip, flat rate per trip. And it's for what the governor calls a road improvement fund. So the money is meant to improve the roads, right? Improve, use, is meant to be used for improvement of the roads. We see similar things in the US, by the way, where the federal government puts a tax on, on petrol and uses that tax to repair free, uh, freeways. So what I think is that it's going to be interesting to see what processes the government is putting down to properly direct this money uh, to road improvement. We're going to be watching that on Hard Facts. Now, on the driver's side, there's two things. First, they have to provide insurance that covers their passengers. And second, they have to obtain all the documents and permits that the state requires. So the hackney permit, uh, last re-license, all the other things that we've heard them complain about here on Hard Facts. And right now, I'm really interested to hear what the drivers have to say. Something else I find very interesting, most interesting, in fact, about this is that there was a negotiation. I liked that. So the government said A, the operator said no, we want B, and then they sat down and then they agreed to C. Do you think that that is progress? Some people will say, yes, it's progress. Some people will say, this is how societies end up working properly. You need private, private sector stakeholders to stand together, to um, um, you know, come together and make the deals that they have to make. What do you think about the process that led to this deal? What do you think about the deal itself? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993. You can also uh, send us a message via WhatsApp. WhatsApp is 080-959-75805. I'm going to go to WhatsApp because a lot of people have been sharing their thoughts. We've got uh, this comment here. Hi, Sandra. This is a memo from Uber sent today. It's the first time Uber will be doing this. I think the regulations has started uh, yielding results. Okay, great. I look at the happening in Bayelsa State and I ask if the end be classical. In all, let democracy be the winner, not individual ego or narrow selfish interests. The social media has been inundated with all kinds of theories. On the e-hailing companies in Nigeria, there's an aspect that I'm looking at which the public institution must show that their request for this data is in the public interest. But how will the collection of details or having access to the entirety of the data of the database of e-hailing companies be of public interest. I know that the National Data Protection Regulation Guidelines are silent on access to an entire database. For now, the proposed regulations are unclear. Could you send that message on WhatsApp? Well, here's the thing. Um, on Thursday by 5 o'clock, we're going to have a, you know, a bigger conversation about this regulation for um, e-hailing um, um, 
operators in Lagos. Somebody says, Sandra, I want you to bring someone from the tax office to tell us the importance of our tax because I stopped paying about a year ago uh, when I was stopped by a police officer for wandering at around 7 p.m. Long story short, I brought out my tax clearance and he said, waiting consign me for that one. Let's see how the government of the day will start to probe or look for a way to discredit River State. Lagos cannot be the only entrance of foreign goods and I'm happy that somewhere off of Lagos is uh, this is happening. I don't think the camera should regulate churches. I personally feel if the government of the day is true to its name and manifesto, Baba won't have any issue complying. As for the Bayelsa state election, typical Nigerian script being played out in our very eyes. All right, let's talk about sports betting. This one concerns a lot of you who are listening to me and a lot of you who are calling me at the moment. It's our last story, right? It's about betting and virtual lottery in Lagos. This one is where I want a lot of input from, but unfortunately, we are out of time. Because this bill, eh, it's not yet a law. So there's still time for you as citizens to have your voice heard and to say what aspect of the betting industry you think needs to be uh, um, regulated. So far, from what we've seen, the House of Assembly wants to make sure that the only very stable companies are the ones engaged in online betting and virtual lottery. So, for example, they're suggesting that any business, any, any company in the business must have a share capital of at least 20 million naira. Let me explain what that means. The company is not giving that 20 million naira to government. The shareholders just have to raise the money and put it, in, put it into the company. That way the public can have confidence that this is not a fly-by-night operation. And one of the things that the lawmakers are worried about is the addictive nature of gambling. Here's what uh, Speaker Modashiro Basa said. He said, quote, It's addictive nature calls for caution, and it, uh, it is our view that the 2008 Lotter Law needs amendment, as the bulk of the game are done on mobile gadgets, end quote. So basically, the speaker is saying, look, times have changed. Gambling has changed. It has moved online onto people's phones. When the existing laws were last updated in 2008, you had to go to the casino or to the betting house to gamble. But now you don't have to go anywhere. Right now, you and I are talking here. Your son, your teenager, your daughter, your teenager could be in his room betting on Champions League. So obviously, laws written 12 years ago before the smartphone boom cannot handle the new reality. So the question now is, what should these new regulations look like? And that's what I'm asking you. You live in Lagos. You live in a society where online gambling is now everywhere. Maybe you also bet yourself. Maybe you do it responsibly. But you see the whole picture. You see the good side and the bad side. If you were in the government, if you were in the House of Assembly, or if you were the governor... What new regulations would you put in place? 0700-993-993-993-0700-993-993-993.